0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: And so, uh, I just opened my testament. I said, now see it said right here, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything to ask. Now we're going to ask. I'm going to pray this prayer. You listen to it and agree to it. Because then if you agree to it, we're still asking. I said, Lord, we agree together that he'll have a job. Only place he'd put an application, only only factor is there, really. And then I said to him, now, I'll tell you what, let's do Let's agree, because, you know, we don't put it off the future. Let's agree that within 10 days' time you'll have this job. He said, okay. So that's what we asked. We asked in 10 days. The 10th day they called
0: him. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah.
1: (laughs) The 10th day they called him.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen and his series on the Prayer of Agreement, Part 1.
1: I can remember the first time I ever used that verse. I knew it was in there because I read it. But I didn't have any occasion to use it. I was preaching off out there in the country, see, just as a teenager. Started pastoring out there at I was just 18. I was about 19 at this time. And a friend of mine, in fact, I'd known him. We'd known him. We played together before we ever started school in the first grade. Lived the same end of town. We was in the first grade together, second grade together. And uh, then I moved away and, and didn't see him anymore until he had gotten saved in this tent revival that came into town. I'd been saved and healed the year before, but lived in a different part of town. And so then we renewed fellowship and acquaintance. And you've got to realize now that these are depression days. It's hard for you younger folks to realize if you haven't been there. Because the streets every day, I mean just full of men, got no work, no jobs. You can have a street service, preach to people every day if you wanted to. Get a crowd. Because they got nothing to do. Just stand around on the streets. And if you did happen to get something, I've done it myself. I've worked all day. I don't mean eight hours, I mean from sunup to sundown for $1. Glad to get it. There are thousands of people standing in line to be able to get the same thing if they could. Are you listening to me? well now this young man see he's about well he is not about he is same age I am just, about, just two months different see he's working his brother has a garage and it's not very big I mean you couldn't get over four cars in it just a little building he's rented by the side of the street and overhauling car now he gets $2.50 a week I mean that's his total salary $2.50 a week He doesn't have a suit of clothes. Never wears anything but a pair of khaki pants. Don't have a suit of clothes. So one day I stopped by the garage there and he's under a 35 35 Chevrolet, I guess, tightening the rods, you know, laying on one of those creepers, you know, tightening these rods. And I just sort of stooped down there on my knees, you know, and hollered at him because there wasn't nobody else around, you know, and I could see him, his feet sticking out. And, 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 so he said, uh, where's Arnold? That was his brother. I said, well, I met him on the street as I'm coming down. He, and he spoke to him and said, he's going to the bank. So he rolled that creeper, you know, they lay on, to work on his car, out from under that thing, and, and motioned to him because I'd straighten back up. Because he's just laying there, and so I just, uh, got back down by the side of him, you know, hunkered down there. And he said, uh, looked around, you know, like somebody might end there. Nobody in there because I've already looked around. He said, uh, I want you to pray for me. He was going with a little girl. He had he'd proposed to her and she would accepted the proposal. And he had been going for the run. He said, we want to get married. Now, how are you going to get married on $2.50 a week? <laughs> he said, I don't even have a suit of clothes. You know, I can't get married. I, I got I to gotta get another job or get a job and make enough money and save up enough to get me a suit of clothes, you see. And, and there's nothing else in town. I mean, there's no factory there. There's what we call a cotton mill down in the south part of town, you know, made fabrics and so on. And he said, I put my application in down there. And when I put my application in, the personnel office, said, the lady said, well, I'll go ahead and take your vote too, but I've got 10,000 applicants ahead of you. Ain't not a chance in the world of him getting on. But he said, there ain't nowhere else. I mean, where else is there? I don't know of anywhere for a factory or anything like that. Well, I, I always either carried my Bible or my testament with me. I didn't have my Bible. I just had a little testament in this pocket here, you know. I pulled that out and I said to him, well, I happen to think of, you see, that's what we should do. Uh, but see, we don't. When some need arise or somebody talking to us or what is, we ought to stop and analyze situation. See, now, which kind of prayer will work here? But well, we don't. No, you just sort of, you know, just start praying without even stopping figuring it out. And 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 mix it all up together <laughs> and get it all messed up together. Well, now here. I knew this much that this young man he, he needs a a job, and it's scriptural to you know to marry. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And obtained a favor with the Lord. Amen. I'm tired of standing up. I'm going to sit down. The Bible said Jesus sat down and talked to people. Who who would object to me following Jesus' example? Besides that, you just look so comfortable there. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's thoroughly scriptural to get married. And so, uh, and he needs a suit of clothes. He don't want to stand up there and get married a pair of khaki pants. (laughs) Work pants, you know, the grease on them. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, I just opened my testament. I said, now see, it said right here, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, they ask. Now, we are going to ask... I'm going to pray this prayer. You listen to it and agree to it. Because then if you agree to it, we're still asking. And I said, Lord, we agree together that he'll have a job. Only place he'd put an application, only play, only factor is there, really. And then I said to him, now, I'll tell you what, let's do Let's agree because, you know, we don't put it off in the future. Let's agree that within 10 days' time you'll have this job. He said, Okay. So that's what we asked. We asked in 10 days. The 10th day they called him.
0: Yeah.
1: The 10th day they called him. He went to work. $10 a week. Who heard it tell of anybody getting married on $10 a week? Well, I had people in my church. I'm thinking of a man right now who worked for the railroad. Railroads were booming in those days. I mean, he had a responsible position. He made $37.50 a month. $37.50 a month. He rented a house, paid his utilities, fed them, had three children, had an automobile and drove to church on $37.50 a month. I mean, he rented a nice house for $5 a month. Electric bill never ran over a dollar. Buy a loaf of bread for a nickel. If you'd catch him with those two-day loaves, two or three days old, let would sell them to me for a penny. Whole big loaf. Amen. See, now you folks can't relate to that. Some of you can, I know. I can tell by looking at you. Where you're doing some of you older folks particularly. See some of you folks really missed out on a lot of things. <laughs> well, he got married on that. He he got $10 a week, got married. Now he built on up till he was a supervisor. Worked there several years. Became Sunday school superintendent in his local church. And then finally God called him out in full time ministry. And I guess he spent, he's going to be with the Lord just this past well, almost a year ago now. But uh, he pastored two or three different churches, but pastored one church for 35 years. Praise God. Amen. But the point I want to make, we got into agreement and we asked something. That's the first time I ever used that verse. Second time I ever used that verse was, uh, I was uh, sometime after then, or next year, wasn't too awful. I was... Uh, I didn't have a car. I walked everywhere I went. I, I preached out there in the country, but I'd walk or hitchhike a ride. And I don't know, I'd been somewhere, and I was coming back to my part of town. I walked down across town across this courthouse square and all the buildings around it, you know, stores. And, you know, 10 o'clock at night and that time of year and the times we had, well, you know, just nobody there. And I saw this fellow standing on, on a street corner over on the northeast corner of the square. And as I went by I didn't even look, just, you know, didn't even glance. I just saw somebody there. And he hollered at me, calling my name. So I stopped, turned around, and walked back up to him. Well, I recognized him then. He had just gotten saved about a month before. Nice, fine young man, got born again. And he said to me, Brother Kenneth, he said, I wish you'd pray for me. I said, well, what for? I'd always ask people, what for? So you're not going to believe for something that uh, if expecting expect you to believe, you don't know what you believe for, and you're not going to get an agreement with something you don't want you agreeing on. Yeah. Well, he said, I'll tell you, kid, this is a depressing day. Jobs are hard to come by, but he had got a job. In connection with this particular job, he needed a car, and he didn't have a car. Now, he's not talking about getting a brand new car, just a good used it. And you could buy a good used car. It don't sound big, you know, but uh, finally out there where I went out to preach, some folks got together, made this money, and they bought a good used car for sixty-five dollars, Chevrolet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one like that today'd cost you three or four thousand dollars. Yeah, sixty-five dollars. What they give for it? A used car, but a good one. And so uh, he could buy one for something like that, but man, why, $65 was like a fortune. He didn't have a dime. And he said, if I have the job, I have to have the car.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, United Prayer in the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G Kindle
1: the Flames coming up very quickly, September the 22nd through the 24th.
0: Ladies, it is time for you to come on Rhema Bible Church campus and come to Kindle the Flames. Talk about the women's golfers. Hey. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.